Hey, this is Jason Cass, uh, back once again, two weeks later with The Grow Show, uh, starring Jason, that's me, and also starring Joey, and that's him. And, How's it going? Uh, well, sorry, cut you off a little too soon. Say hi, Joey. How's it going? Welcome, Jason. It's hard to get a word in edgewise, but uh, I do my best. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I even asked him if he wanted to start the show, and he said, no, me, and now all the one on, son, I'm the one talking too much. What's up with that, guys? Hey. Appreciate out everybody out there uh, listening and, and everybody watching. Uh, keep in mind that sometimes I'll kind of speak like maybe past tense or future tense because we do have people that are going to be listening to this at a later time uh, on the Grow Show uh, through the pod, through the Agents Influence podcast. So if you're listening it through through the podcast, welcome to the Grow Show. You can always go to our Grow Program YouTube channel and see uh, Joey and I li are live. If you were if you're listening to the podcast, you're a little too late for the live. But keep live in mind, color. Live and in color. Live and in color. And we do it on the second and the fourth Wednesday every month at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. So keep in mind if you're listening. 1 p.m. Eastern for the rest of the world. What, 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 what is it? I said 1 p.m. Eastern for the rest of the real world. Uh, yeah, rest of the real world. You know, you know, people always want to joke about it. And, and there was an article I just read, actually. It was in uh, the Wall Street... No, it was in New York Times. New York Times. And I was reading an article about an article that was put in there in the New York Street Times about um, uh, uh, Francis, uh, Mayor Francis Slay, who is the mayor of St. Louis. And he wrote it to the rest of America saying that, I know you consider us just as a flyover city, but we're actually a baseball city. And, you know, and then everybody in L.A. started getting mad at us, and, you know, we ended up being a baseball city. You know what I'm talking about? And I got a couple listeners that I know that are huge Dodger fans. So uh, sorry about that, man. We can be friends again here pretty soon. But in the meantime, this is the Grow Show starring Jason and Joey. And we go. what we do is we take a topic out of the insurance inbound marketing community. If you are not a um, member or a community member of the insurance inbound marketing community, please find us on Google+. It's in the communities. And you can ask to be permission because not everybody gets to be permission. And uh, me, Joey, or Ryan Hanley might be nice enough to allow you in. No, actually, it doesn't have anything to do with Joey and I. We're moderators, but it's up to Ryan Hanley. But um, we're going to be taking a question out of there. And so before we do, I want to kind of turn it over to Joey just to see if he has anything extra to say before we start getting right into that topic. I have nothing extra to say. No fluff today. We're going to get right into it. Uh, this is a topic that uh, both you and I said that we don't really, aren't really going to be able to speak about from tons of experience. So uh, we'll see what we can do. we got a lot of, a lot of thoughts, but uh, I don't know. We'll see, what, we'll see what happens. No, you're exactly right. You are exactly right, Joey. Um, I think that I know something about this. Joey thinks he knows a little bit about it, but I think that uh, what we, what the things we may discuss today were not some of the things we've probably been discussing in the past, and and definitely some of the stuff that'll probably be changing in the future per some of the comments of this post uh, put out there. So the post is by jo um, Josh Lipstone, which if you don't know Josh, he's uh, he's a fantastic guy. It's another reason why you need to be a part of the community. He's very, very involved in the insurance industry. I really didn't know much about Josh until probably about eight or nine months ago. And now I have to honestly say, and I say this I say this 100% with the truth, he um, is one of the most active people that we have in the community. I mean, would you, would you not agree with me, Joey, when I say that? Uh, yeah, he's all over the place now. I, I honestly, I mean, for you, for me, I just came across him. I guess it's in the last couple months. So yeah, but he's been uh, pretty active and appreciate the uh, the effort and the enthusiasm and the engagement. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And I think there's a lot of agents out there like Josh. So if you feel or if it sounds like, you know, you sound like what I'm describing of Josh, no, that's fine because Josh just happens to have one thing that's different than a lot of agents. We all have these questions. We all have these concerns. We all want to know the answers to these things. Sometimes, though, we hang out in communities or we listen to the Grow Show or Agents Influence or whatever, and we don't speak our mind. We're just there to listen, and that's really, really great. But I will tell you, Josh is one of those people who steps up all the time and is asking a question. And we do appreciate that, Josh, because by us being able to help you, you can help us. And in return, we can move this industry forward. And that's what all this stuff is all about. So we'll get right on to his post that he posted inside of the, inside of the, the community. And here's what it says. It says, how do you ask for reviews, testimonials from your clients? I'm trying to increase the number of reviews on Google and Yelp. In the past, I've asked the person over the phone or in person to write uh, write one at their leisure, which has usually yielded low results. You've probably all had roughly the same experience. He continues on to say, I've decided to send out an email with links to both the Google and Yelp for them to write it, and try to and, and I'm trying to decide if I want to include in the email a sentence stating that, quote, this is an optional thing to do. But I feel that, uh, but I do feel that if I do this rather than giving them permission not to do it, I'm leaning towards them. I'm leaning towards not including something like that. I apologize, my monitors are a little, probably about five feet away from me, so I'm trying to read that. Um, I think that's a that's a common uh, common question. I think that, and I I would be, and I think Joey would be lying if we said if we didn't think that our absolute self as well. Um, but I will tell you that the end to this answer, there's going to be a lot of routes. But I really, you're going to find out that just by asking, you're going to find at the end, just by asking, whether which way you want to do it, you may get better results, but just by asking, you are going to get some testimonials and reviews. He says he didn't in the past, but maybe we can explore some of those. Right before I turn it over to Joey to get his thought on this, I do know that Josh and uh, some other people are watching. Actually, we have a couple viewers. And so, Josh, um, please be sure to jump in, and we'll be checking over on, on the other side to watch your comments and your feedback to see if we're answering your questions and if there's anything you want to add to it. We also open that up to anybody else. This is a live show, so feel free to ask your questions. Joey, initially on the post, what are some of your thoughts about what he's saying? I think, uh, I think we're just horrifically bad at having any type of system in place. And I think that's, I think like what you said, we're going to eventually, we're going to say a lot of different things and we're going to get to the same place. And it's all based around setting up a system and finding what works. Now, there's tons of comments on that post and they all you know, kind of said uh, the same thing but differently. You got to work on whatever approach you got to take, you got to do it and you need to just test it and keep using it and you know trust that system, whatever it ends up being, whatever works best for you. Um, it's something that I will, you know, say I'm horrifically bad at. I don't. I, I that is one of the top things on my list to kind of systematize and get something in place that we are not currently doing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I've got ideas that, you know, I want to implement how to do it. But I think you're right. You know, just the idea that you, the mindset you have to ask. We're not saying how, whether it's email, in person, over the phone, uh, handwritten note, you know, whatever, uh, in a video. Uh, it doesn't matter. However you ask, you have to ask, and you got to. It's going to take some practice. You're not going to be good at it right away. Okay, let me ask you this then, Joey, because I want to start first with uh, this, because this is this is Joey's thought when Joey and I were discussing this before the show. What would be the difference? But is there a difference between a review or a testimonial? I oh, see so you're setting me up. You're not. You, I thought you were just going to steal it. You could have stole the line, but 
Well, I got enough good stuff of my own. I, I want okay. you to say that. Well, I, not, I mean, know how awesome you are, Joey. Sure. Go ahead. Well, um, awesomeness aside, uh, we'll save that discussion for another day. But, uh, you know, reviews are reviews. You're going to get them... Um, you know, you're going to get them good or bad. And you shouldn't shy away from the bad ones. You know, a few bad ones are only going to make you look more authentic, if you will. Not everyone's going to have a great experience. But the testimonials are your good reviews is just kind of how I said it. And you're just going to pull those reviews that are, you know, that you want to highlight. And it's not cherry picking. It's not, you know, um, you know polishing uh, up, you know, something that isn't good anyways. It's just the natural ones that come out that, you know, say what you want to be said about your agency. And those are the ones that you're going to highlight. I absolutely agree, and I got to tell you, I mean, because I don't try to say anything that I don't know as much as I can't. But uh, Joey had brought that to light to me is that I kind of saw testimonials and reviews as the same thing, but it makes sense. You, everybody can get reviews, but it's the testimonials that are the that are the great ones out of there. And so I think that 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 was a really really good point. And obviously, at the end, the name of this show is is um, reviews, testimonials, and referrals because I think at the end that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to lead to the referrals. Um, on the comments, uh, I want to let you know, Mark, uh, or Matt Marco, I always want to call him Matt Marco. Um, Matt Marco is, uh, he used to be with Progressive, and actually he still is with Progressive, I apologize, but he came in he's with... A, he's a, he's no. in Progressive headquarters now in Ohio, up in my yes, neck of the woods. He, yeah. he um, yes, Matt is moving up, and if you don't know Matt, be sure to circle him um, in on Google Plus because he's a fantastic resource. Um, we get a lot of companies that are really engaged in our communities and with agents. Progressive does an awesome job at a lot of things they do, but I don't even think they realize the jewel that they actually have in Matt. But here's what Matt continues on to answer Josh's question because that's what we do inside the insurance inbound marketing community. We're there to share and help uh, help get answers to questions and posts like Josh. He says take a look at creating an easy process around it with www. write it down if you want to get5stars.com that's get the number 5 stars.com. Um, he says he thinks they're doing it the right the right way. Obviously, with um, the company he works for being as as um, as digital and aggressive as they are online and trying to help you build your local presence, Progressive does a pretty good job at that. They try to ever give you every tool they can. Um, I take his word. I have to say I did not go out there and look at it, but I am going to look at it and look at it for my own agency because some of the other talks that were going on. One of the things that Matt, um, it, it, Josh comes back and says hi, and there's some comments, but then Matt comes back in, and he says he uh, he worked with them for, from the uh, carrier side uh, for a while. Um, the guys behind it, Mike Blumenthal and Don Campbell, both uh, knew what they were doing and are actual experts in local. Um, so I thought that, that was really, um, really good. And they'll also help you with some other stuff out there that, that could have to do with it. But, sir, first of all, that's the benefit of the community is he's getting that answer. He's getting it from a reputable person who already deals and works with these people. So that that's one of the benefits of the community. Have you looked at the five star or anything? Did you get a chance to look at that, Joey? Uh, no. Terrible host moment. No, I did not. No, no, no. It's terrible host moment on my part as well because I didn't. We're also never here to to to. So Joey and I do not make money from promoting somebody or this over that. We just want you to have purely just the best information out there. So I do want you to look at the um, the get five stars because I've also heard other agents talk about it. I can't remember Joey if it was it was Brent Kelly or Carrie or there was somebody 
that was just telling me about them like two weeks ago. So um, I want you to look at it. But but the the point is is that even another comment that was even made in there was even with uh, by Brian Appleton. He is kind of an email guy. I've known Brian for a long time, and he is a really good at emails. And he was talking about some of the things that this copy he says because the headlines to getting people to know that they that to open it is important. Using some of the wording and some of the content inside it to make sure that they take the action that you want is also very uh, very important. I'm going to speak personally from my side. Um, I just do everything I can to ask for them. Now I have to say, where do I ask for them? I've got two places that I usually ask for my reviews. I ask for them in in Facebook, okay, um, and I have a plethora of reviews there. And if for any of you that go and look, I would appreciate it if you'd leave me a review. See, I'm already doing it. No, um, there's a there's a side note of why I want you to leave me a review on Facebook. You actually can help Jason out really big time. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but the other side is is on Google reviews. I think Google reviews are huge, huge as well. Josh alludes to Yelp reviews, which I think are always, always a plus. Um, but that also depends on. Do you think they're a plus, though? I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in there. You think Yelp is a plus? I say it can't hurt. I feel like Yelp's. A, I, I feel like it's a waste of time because honestly, what when do you look? I mean, I don't know. I use Yelp for food, and that's like it. Maybe I just don't use Yelp. Maybe that's my personal downfall of being an internet user. But I feel like if I want a review, I want it on Google, or I want it on Facebook. That's kind of where I would prefer them to be. I, I actually am going to agree with you 100%, but I also do know that from doing this with a lot of agents across America and handling their social media and digital marketing, things that work in North Carolina don't work in Iowa and all this other stuff. So whether maybe in North Carolina, this is actually a very good question you just posed here, Joey. Let's make sure we're getting the reviews to the source that's going to be seen. So yeah. maybe if you're listening um, and you would maybe want to uh, chime in and tell us why you chose Yelp, that would be an awesome thought because it's not a bad thought. It's just why did you choose that? In my opinion, I'm like Joey, Google Plus and Facebook would be my review. So Joey, as I continue on here, if you could check over and make sure and see if Josh says anything. But I think Google reviews are, are, are just as important. I think that Facebook and Google, uh, Google reviews, I'm not going to say one's better than the other. I will. I will. I will. I'm gonna kind of say that Google Plus. Well, think about it from this standpoint. Go ahead. Oh, everybody, everybody searches in Google. Now everybody has Facebook, but the fact that you know, are they going to your agency page? I would say that's that's probably second, third down the list. Everybody's going to search for you in Google first. That's where I would. I mean, if I'm getting a review, I want it on Google first, then Facebook. My opinion. Okay. Okay. So 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 this is a very Joey. You know, we just have opened up a can of great discussion worms, okay? Because here's the thing. What Joey just said is the right. If they're searching for you, duh, want to be on Google, first of all, today, because I think that we all sit around and say, oh, there's no way anybody can ever take over Google. They're so big. I think Facebook could flip a switch and take them over and search in a minute because the results that are inside of Facebook are real results. They're not black-hatted techniques by good SEO people to make them seem like their product is the best. If you go on Google and you ask what's the best daycare in Central Illinois or you go on to um, my, my friends on Facebook and I say what's the best daycare in Central Illinois, I'm going to get real results from Facebook, not necessarily the best results from Google. With that said, 
I think if people are searching for you, they don't go to Facebook like Joey's saying and say, hey, where's the best daycare? What they do do is they go to Google. So yes, Google is going give to you, give you preferential treatment over and above if you've got the reviews. So I am going to agree with Joey today, not in the future, and I'm going to grow with Joey today and say that I would think that the Google reviews would be the best. How do I get Google reviews? I've really never asked for a Google review. I think I have three or four of them, and I just got those in probably the last couple months. And how I do it is I use a, a tool called Rocket Referral. And Rocket Referral, once again, not here to try and sell another product, but what I am just telling you is, is Rocket Fuel is something that we ask for, so it automates my referral and follow-up process so where it sends out the, the referrals or these, these, um, these, these surveys, these testimonial requests, and it will ask for these testimonial requests. True story. I sent my very first time I had Rocket Referrals, I loaded in all my stuff because it integrates with my management system. And it pulled out all the emails and everything. And I selected the emails. There was about 100 emails that I sent out to people asking for testimonials. 24 hours later, I had over 21 testimonials. 24 hours later. That's how powerful Rocket Referrals can be. I think I've built up to around 30 or 40 of them now. And when at, what happens is, is at the end of the testimonial, it says, would you like to allow us to use this on Google Plus or Facebook? And boom, boom, they usually hit yes. And now it does not, due to the API, it doesn't automatically put it on my Facebook reviews, but it will automatically, due to the API of Rock Referral, put it onto my Google Plus reviews. Oh, wow, that's awesome. That's so crazy. Those, those, are, those are real things. So that's how I do it. Joey? That's yeah. impressive. I, I I like that. I like the uh, automatic uh, to Google Plus right from the Rocket Referrals. That's good stuff. Yeah, and, and it is good stuff because i got to tell you what, I was doing some stuff. On, I was checking out some rankings on my, my website. And I happened to go, and over there on the right side, it said I had three or four Google reviews. I can't remember, and I was like, oh, my gosh, who, who gave me those? And then I went and looked at them, and, and I was able to lead it right back to my Rocket Referrals. Um, so I, I think that that is, that is, it is very, very vital. Um. One of the reasons why I sometimes think that um, Facebook could be a more powerful review, now, this isn't set in stone, but a lot of people are on Facebook more than Google+. That's just the way it is. Not saying one's better than the other. But well, I, I'm gonna, you're, you're, you're handicapping the review because you're calling it Google+, but I feel like it's more of a Google search review than it is a Google+, review. I am using so stop, the wrong. Stop, sand, stop sandbagging me over there, Mr. Cass. I, I am using the wrong terminology. I do apologize about that. So I apologize. I keep running. My, I am. I am having allergies. So my nose is itching. So what I would say is, rather than the Google review or the Facebook review, I believe Facebook reviews. Number one, a lot of people hang out there more. Okay, just the other way, just a simple math today, and keep in mind it's it's October eighth of twenty fourteen. You can be listening to us a year or two from now; it could be completely different. But here's the thing I like about it: because so many people are on are on Facebook, it's not the fact that they just it's because other people see it. It's the fact that when they leave the review, it leaves a picture and a link to that person, which gives what we call social proof. Social proof is important because anybody, you know, you've probably been on Verizon or AT&T and you're reading all their reviews or whatever website, and you're thinking to yourself, is this even a real person? Well, that is the beauty of using sometimes Facebook. Now, Google does the same thing, but not everybody's on Google, so our Google um, is not on the Google reviews or is not able to, Google's not actually to capture who they are as a person and with a picture and their profile. 
So sometimes it's a little bit more social proof on the Facebook than the Google review side. Joey, do you agree with me or disagree with me on that? No, that's, that's, I'm completely with you on that. And I think what we forget, and this is, I think, the, the holistic view of this, this process, we need to consider the discovery life cycle of somebody coming into our awareness of the business. And you know, like we said, it starts at Google. So that's where you want a, a, a heavily fortified front line, if you will. But they're eventually going to, if they use any social tools, it's probably Facebook, they're going to get to your Facebook page, I would imagine, at some point. And that's, you know, you just want to continue to, it's just like, uh, consider them walking, you know, along this little path. And you want to have these these spots for them to keep continuing to push them in your direction. And Facebook, like you said, it's going to validate who those people are a lot more than the, the person that's reviewing you on Google. But um, if, if, you know, the first step is, you know, you're going to show up in the search results in Google. And if you have a company that has 25 reviews versus a company that has zero or two, they're going to check out the 25 review first, so they're going to go there first, and then from there they're going to check out your blog, watch your latest video, then they might come over to your Facebook page and see what's happening over there. Okay, they've got 250 likes and you know 17 reviews, and these are real people. Oh, I know that guy. Then that's you know that's kind of the process that they're going to go through, and that's what I think you need to consider and map out is how are they going to get from you know that first step to when they know who you are, and 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 continue to move down that funnel to where they're picking up the phone, sending the email. Put, you know, completing that form, that action. Right. So, so see, understand as as he's an, even kind of Joey's saying, it's actually kind of a, of a two part process because if you've got somebody out there who is just, um, if you've got somebody out there who's actually looking for insurance, and that's where they're going to go is Google majority of the time today. Boom. Plus and benefit to have a Google review. A lot of times though, people just don't go search for insurance. A lot of times they just may just I don't know how exactly they do it all the time. They go may go online to get a quote or whatever. But if someone's saying, "Hey, I want insurance," the benefit of of of, of Facebook over Google and that is Google is, "Hey, it's now. I need it. It's immediate. Boom! Here I am. Here's my reviews." Facebook is kind of, "Oh yeah, I'm just going through my news feed. It's 8:30 at night. I'm I'm watching, uh, you know." Desperate Housewives or whatever we're watching, and I happen to see an ad pop up from Lipstone Insurance Agency, and I click on it just to see it, and boom, there's the reviews. And, oh, wow, okay, good. So they just solidified to me. Now, if my friend tells me four days later something about Lipstone, now I'm like, okay, well, hey, I was just on Facebook. I saw their ad, and I looked at their reviews, and that was fine. So that's kind of a more of a, of a casual um, thing to where that's the difference between social and digital marketing. Social, mar social media is being first in the mind of the consumer when they have a problem and need a solution to that problem, first in mind. Digital marketing is being found first in search when they have a problem and need a solution to that problem. And that's digital. So it kind of goes back. I'm starting to see here. Joey, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm, trying, I'm starting to see that separation here as to where one could be more beneficial if someone's right now urgent need as opposed to the more casual hey, when it comes about and I just roll upon you, you need to have reviews. So at that time when I may not be looking, I need to assess for future use if you'd be the agency for me. Got any thoughts on that, Joey? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, just like the uh, you know the 24-hour uh, sports and news networks, you know, we're just we, you know we need something to talk about, and we're going to try and tell you one is better than the other. But ultimately, um, they're going to work hand in hand, and I they're going to serve different purposes. And you know, we're going to sit here and and to keep you watching to do our show, we're gonna say, oh yeah, Google's better, Facebook's better under these circumstances. But you know, ultimately, I think you know they are going to just lend, you know, work off of each other, ultimately. And you're gonna want 
those in place. And, and like you said, I think I, I never really thought about that way. I, you're more into the mindset of Facebook than I could ever be. Um, but yeah, I think if somebody um, was just casually scrolling their their feed at night, like you said, then that might be a scenario where you know having that that proof there it, it might might help help that that process along. Yeah, yeah, and really, Joey, I really had never really put a lot of thought into it either until these discussions. Hence, why these are always great things is it's even got my mind thinking on the different avenues of it because I think right now if you're if you if you're not a big geek in this like me and uh, Joey and some other people you you don't realize it but there is an internal war going on between the Facebook users who use it for marketing and the Google Plus users who use it for marketing and we can act like it's not there but it's there I mean there's this hatred of oh one's better than the other I think I think they're both just as good I mean when it comes down to it you will find very few people that will say that. You will either have your Facebook lovers or you have your Google Plus uh, or your Google users. But I think they both serve their purpose for what we're talking about here. It's important to be in both spots. Even in, even if someone does decide to say, hey, you know, if someone sees somebody at a game and says, hey, um, yeah, those guys are really great insurance agents. You guys should go talk to them. The first thing that person is more than likely going to do when they get back is go get on Google and search that person out. So one was heard here by word of mouth or maybe through Facebook, but they do still go to Google to check that person out to have that social proof. So I think that's important. Let me roll on real quick over here to what uh, Josh has been saying. He said it was a great point, Joey, that he never thought about the difference between being a review and a testimonial. And I was going to mention that. Fire him as the host, I swear. Okay. And um, he says that he only includes Yelp because he has a couple of reviews on there and ended up with a fake negative review. So I was trying to bury it. Fortunately, Yelp removed it. All right. Let's stop right there, Joey, because I got something for you guys that's just going to, I mean, it's, you know, if you guys want to help me out or if you want to help uh, Josh out, we're kind of in the same boat on this negative review thing, okay? So I'm not. I'm gonna beat. Get to the end. I had a I had a post on February 13th of 2013 that went viral. I remember it because it's burned into my mind. Because first of all, it's the first post I've ever had in my life that went viral. Over 7.7 million views of it. Okay, it went. It was huge. And it's still on my Facebook page today, February 13th, 2013. If you want to go to JDC, uh, JDC Insurance Group's Facebook page, still on there. Um, I don't know, 40-some thousand shares, 500-some thousand comments. It was ridiculous. It was the worst thing you could ever have happen to your Facebook page ever. Don't ever want, do not want a, because these people out there, they think that you're like some kind of scammer. They think you're some kind of slime. These people would get on there, and I mean, I made this simple post. It was a, it was, it was, it had to do with a question asking about Valentine's Day, but it was a little trivial, so you had to kind of think about it a little bit. And all these people started answering all these questions, and these comments started coming. Literally, guys, in the first, I would say, hour to two hours of me posting it, I had over four to five thousand comments. It was going so fast, it was out of control. Matter of fact, it got to the point after a couple hours that I would try to type the answer to the question in the post just to stop all of this. And by the time I would type it and hit enter, I was already like a hundred and some comments up. That's how that's how fast this was taking over my Facebook page. And so when this happened, all these people started yelling at me, trying to say that I was stealing their 
that how did I get on their web on their Facebook page? I'm only on there because I'm trying to steal their emails and all these people started cussing at me and everything. I literally had to don't let this scare you because this is this is proof that this kind of stuff can happen. You can still get business off Facebook every day because I do. But what happened was is I literally had to shut down my Facebook page, Joey. I, I literally had to what I first did is is they started commenting like just bad stuff to me. They'd start sending me messages like you bleep, 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 bleep. I'm like, holy cow, what in the world? So I would shut off my messages to where no one could message me. Well then they started going over into all the comments of the posts around the posts that I was doing because what I did is I temporarily disabled the post. Then they would start going around all the comments and they would start just filling out, this guy is a blah, 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 he's trying to steal our information. And I'm like, where, where do they read this stuff from? I mean, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, a lot of the stuff they're accusing me of, I'm thinking, how do I even do that? You know, how do I steal your email addresses by be, by, by be posting to your page, you know? And it got so bad that they started going to the very last spot that I didn't know they could go to. I didn't think about it, and it was the review column. So if you go to jdcins.com, I have nothing to hide. I'm completely transparent out in the open. And you go to my review box, and you scroll all the way down. I've done the best I can to just get people to give me reviews, to bury them, just like Josh is trying to do with Yelp. If you go all the way to the bottom, I, um, I have... There are some very nasty, rude comments of people. You'll notice they all came within the same three or four days, the 13th, 14th, 15th, or 16th of February back in 2013. So what can you do about that? Well, Yelp is probably not going to help you out. I don't know because Facebook is not. I have personally contacted them. I do a lot of advertising with them, so I have an 800 number to an advertising rep. They've tried to do things. They can't seem to figure it out, or they can the one thing they told me to do is there's two things you can do. You can, first of all, have people go bury it, as Josh said. So if you get bad reviews, you want other people to bury it. First of all, if they're le legit bad reviews, well, then that's that's an internal problem. Yeah, that, yeah, they shouldn't try to hide it. But what I've, in my situation, and believe me, we all probably have clients who are off the handle or this type of stuff happens because it's the number one concern I get out there, Joey, when I'm speaking is what if I get a bad review? Well, if it's a bad review and it's just a bad review, you're 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 uh, you're up poop creek. Okay. Can I but, can I jump in here real quick? Or no, you don't you don't you don't look happy. No, no, I am happy. Uh, well, I mean, this whole like the I just want to address the if I get a bad review, because okay. that I I can't quite wrap my brain around the person who is afraid of that. Uh, I mean, now this might be me growing up in an age where most of my life has been connected online in some fashion, but. I mean, one, if you're afraid, then that tells me that you're probably afraid you're not doing your job, at least to the point where somebody might say something bad about you. Agree. Um, and that drives me nuts, because if you, if you are afraid, I mean, then what are you doing in business? And that's the first thing that I would address before even worrying about getting a review, because if you're afraid of that, then chances are people, I mean, you're so far from getting a, a good review that it's not even funny, would be my kind of guess on that. That's a good, that's a good way to come back with that. No, that is, and 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 universally, I I think that speaks nine true ninety nine percent of the time. I'm telling talking about the scenario where you know it kind of blew up on me. Now the thing that you do get if you get a vulgar one, you're always going to want to delete it. You're going to like, well, what if this person got on there and just started yeah. cussing me out? Yeah, I mean, if their language is inappropriate, I mean, that's a whole different thing. But I mean, if like it's an honest to god, like, listen, they just didn't have a good experience. Nobody is, you are not going to please everybody that does business with you, and that is a fact. And trying to hide it or bury it, I think only 
goes to uh, lead me to, you know, if I was consumer X, say, well, if they're trying to hide this, then what else are they going to hide from me? Correct, correct. I guess I should have stipulated that at the beginning because my, my situation was a little unique. But one of the things that I want you to know, if you get bad reviews that are vulgar or they are outside of the lines, it's it's one of the bad parts. It's one of the good parts, but the bad parts. Facebook won't let you won't let you delete it off there. So what you have to do is you have to get other people to list it and to um, um, submit it as being um, rude and I can't remember the words right now. Uh, vulgar or derogatory. Just derogatory. There's another word that that Facebook uses. But anyways, you offensive. can you can offensive is one of them. You can click it. <laughs> And you can, and it will send the feed back to Facebook, letting them know. Facebook says if they get enough of those showing that it's derogatory. There we go. That was what it was. Um, that it was derogatory. That they will, um, that they will remove it. I have had some of mine removed. They haven't. For me, I just buried them. So that was one of the things that we've always done. Um, I do have four or five reviews on there that are only two or three or four stars, and those are from true clients. And we're not, we're not, we're not burying those. And uh, one lady was because I had a contest, and she says that I didn't give her a quote in a fast enough time. And to be honest with you, we never even gave her a quote at all, but according to her, that. Let me, but if, uh, but if let you me go also. to my reviews, you will see that I answered those reviews. And even though they're the bad ones, you reach out to them and you ask them about the review and say, why did we get that? And is, I would like to be able to carry on a conversation. Here's my email. Here's my phone number. Or message me somewhere else other than here so that I can fix this. Joey? I want to put this disclaimer out here, too, because uh, it seems like in my limited experience in the industry and talking with different people about you know, you know bringing their business online, this is not, under any circumstances, an excuse or reason for you not to continue to put your business out online. It is not a concern. It's not something that should be... Because I, mean, I can hear people listening to this and say, well, forget it. I, I, I'm not going to bother. And this is not even something that is close to being even on the map of something that you should be worrying about. It isn't. You know, as I talk um, to more agents across there, Joey, one of the things I'm starting to find out is that there's these different factors that are going to determine the success of the agent in uh, the industry, the insurance industry of the agents, okay, the agents in the insurance industry. One of them's age, one of them's not wanting to get digital and social, one of them's thinking that it's ridiculous to even do any marketing. It's not so much they say that 50% of the agencies will be gone or agents will be gone and, and first of all, we've been saying 10 years now for four years, so it's about six really, but anywhere in about six to 10 years, you're going to have 50% of the agents gone due to age. But I will think that I think that first of all, not all of them are going to retire at 65 or 70. We know that, so we're not going to lose 50 percent. But I think we're going to lose 50 percent because of other factors that I talked about, not wanting to adapt to the change and all that. One of the things being is what we're talking about right here, Joey. Not being throwing up your hands and saying, "Ah, that's why I'm not getting online," because those reviews, those reviews. Well, that is a huge downfall because those reviews are going to be used in ways you have never even thought of. Okay, never even even contemplated today, and and I'll give you a couple of those. But but I want you to know that your review is huge because it gives you social proof. Number two, understand that if they're going to give you a review negatively online, that review is still going on somewhere. It's just thank God that you're now allowed to address it because it's something you know, as as opposed to being said something at the uh, chamber event and no one said anything to you about it but yet there's 10 people talking bad about you. You're not able to address it. Here you can online. Okay, That's a huge thing. But let me tell you why reviews 
and testimonials are number one the most important thing you can do online. Joey, do you have any idea why I think that? I don't. I, I, I try to think what you think sometimes, and it just doesn't work out for me, so I'm going to let you take this one. Good luck. Nothing will be more important in the future. Please, stop, listen. If you're driving down the road, if you're watching this, please understand that I am so passionate about this. I'm building a presentation. It's going to take me about a year on this because i am I'm really been thinking about this a lot. If you're one of my really close geek buddies, I've already discussed this with you to try and figure this out. Nothing will be more important in your life than your online reputation. Your online reputation will be so important to your life in five to ten years that it will be more powerful than your credit score. It is possible since data is being collected from everywhere when you're on Google, when you're on Facebook, when you're on Yelp, when you're um, doing uh, when you're on Google Pluses, I mean when you're when you're when you're on LinkedIn, when you're on all these social sites that you're becoming a part of, all these different apps that you're using, it's doing nothing but collecting data. Think of the data that they use to derive your credit score. It's really pretty shallow. I mean, have you been late on any of your bills? If you have been, okay, you get a little X nay here. I know a lot of people that have never been late on their bills, but they have a terrible credit score. I know a lot of people that don't have a great credit score, and they haven't been late on their bills. So, I mean, it, it, it doesn't always go. How many times do we have insureds that have good credit, but maybe they had a medical hardship, so now it's ruined their, their insurance rate? That's really used to be a very good determining factor of who you were back in the day, but not today when we can collect data. All this stuff right now is being put into a bank and it's being collected. And I even saw a couple weeks ago, I think it was www.reputationonline.com or myreputation.com, it was on TV, and they were like, you need to determine your reputation. Well, that really got me going because I've already been thinking about this. And there's so many different things out there. I'm curious. I'm curious. I um. I ask you guys to challenge you to look at a place called TaskRabbit. TaskRabbit is where you can hire normal people to do everyday tasks. Well, depending on how much someone is paid on that site to do tasks, is how how good their reviews are. There's some guys on there that have like five rabbits. That's like their stars. And it, I mean, they have. I'm sorry, five thousand rabbits. It's how many jobs they've done and how well they've been placed. Those guys get paid fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year to do their tasks over all the tasks they do, as opposed to some guy who only has a couple rabbits. He's still doing the same amount of tasks, but he's getting far less per task. And it's being based off what the community is saying about how good that person is at doing that. Now think about that on a multiple layered scale. Think about how, how much I can tell about who Jason Cass is. Because keep in mind, Jason Cass can say whatever he wants. I can sit here right now and tell you that I am in, Hol or I'm in Hawaii doing this. But there's GPS on this camera that tells me, no, Jason's lying out his ASS because he's actually in the basement of his home right now in his video studio. That's because that data is now out there to allow us to say, is what Jason's saying is correct? Think of that on a multiple level scale. It's going to determine who you are. So don't hide from Facebook reviews or Google reviews. This is just the beginning. Joey, I want to turn that over to you for some thoughts. I mean, I look at it this way. Um, imagine you know, when, you, when you meet somebody new or when you have somebody that you, know, you kind of learn about online or wherever it is, even if it's your next-door neighbor, I mean, and you go and put their name into Google and you don't find anything, it's just like, 
you know, what, what are you doing? You know, I feel like, you know, the, the people that aren't concerned about building up, I mean, even if you are a teacher, you know, I mean, uh, look at what's happening in uh, social media. Uh, the stuff that you're doing online is is what people are, you know, people are getting jobs based on the information that they're putting out there, you know, the, the content they're creating. A bunch of people yes. on Google Plus are getting picked up by marketing firms and PR firms to work for them because of the work that they're doing on these platforms. And, um, and the people, if they're not concerned about, you know, one... Uh, what's not out there, but also what is out there, you know, because if there's nothing out there, then it's crickets, and, and you, you all, I don't want to, you know, be one of those extremists that says if, if there's nothing online, then you don't exist, but it's something that, you know, you should want to have something out there for people to know who you are, um, you know, and I, it just drives me nuts when, the, you know, people aren't, don't show up, you know, there's nothing, like, it's like, I, I, I put their name in and then nothing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess back in the day, they used to drive around and like say, "Hey, you know, where's JDC Insurance Group?" And if they didn't find it, I wasn't real. Today, no one drives around and look for JDC Insurance Group. They're going online. So I mean, yeah. it, it makes total sense. I can say all I want about being a railroad guy, but if I go online and they can't find anything else about uh, about me being in insurance or being in railroad, kind of poops that. So I, I agree. I agree emphatically with you there. It, it's already starting. It's getting ready now. Here's the reason why it's the most important. It's most important to agents more than any other industry. Well, uh, maybe a handful are in the same boat as us. But everything we do is based on our reputation. So if that becomes one of the most important things to be found online based on your reputation and you need to have a reputation based on being found online, then don't, don't just try to hide. See, this is another one of those factors that's going to determine 50% of the agents being gone soon. Yeah, and I think I think one of the other things is, is I don't know if you do this. Like when I'm looking for somebody, if I can trust them or not, if they are legitimate, you know, one you look to see if they do have online presence of their own. But then you also look to um, other trusted sources that you know that you're familiar with, and you and if you see them, you know, kind of cross-referenced or you know associated on those platforms, that's only going to then increase your level of trust or whatever association with that with that company. So, for example, you know, if you if you Google my name and you're looking for you know to see if I'm a legitimate insurance guy one you're gonna find my articles on the grow program so that's a whole site about you know doing insurance stuff which is gonna you know validate that I'm you know well established in the insurance community you're gonna find me on the Huffington Post where I've, I've written a handful of articles which is a site everybody knows you're gonna find our own blog you're gonna find all of my social profiles um, you know, you're gonna find all the different places. HubSpot will, will pop up. You know, different places that I've written. You know, different companies that are well known that you will find, and that's gonna then say, oh, okay, I guess this guy. You know, he's connected with other people that are legitimate that I know of. Right. I think that is an extension of this review conversation, kind of on the outskirts, but I think it's it's all what we're talking about. It's it's them finding validation in what you do. Absolutely, and you know, just the review. It is the beginning of this, Joey, because just because they're giving a review or they're not giving a review doesn't mean that they don't have an opinion. So the fact that they're giving a review is the first step for them saying and acknowledging it to the people. Keep in mind, all of our customers have a review of us right now. Every one of them has a review yeah. in their mind. It's just those that are taking it and making it known to everybody. So that's just the being in their head is step one. Telling it to the rest of the world is step two. Collecting all of what's being told to the world is step three. And then bringing it all into an algorithm that says here's who Jason Cass is is the final step. So each one of those steps is important. Now I want to kind of flip the conversation here as we start to wrap up over the next 10 to 15 minutes to large site. Let's say let's start giving some actual practical use here of, of how we could put it in. We talked about rocket referrals. 
We've talked about sending out emails, or, or Josh um, alluded that um, mentioned that inside of the of the post. Um, I, I believe in the emails. Um, I have to tell you, I'm very bad at doing it. Here's how I do mine, and then Joey, I'm going to say how you ask for yours. How I do mine is is whenever I'm writing a new piece of business, I'll ask the people. I always try to ask them, "Would you like my fan page?" Would you check into my fan page or would you write me a review? Now, what I need to get better at is doing the Google side of it, but I'm so big Facebook, that's what I think about all the time. And and then I also am trying to get them to do a check-in. I don't know if I mentioned that. But I will always try to get them to do a review at that time. If they do, great. If they don't, no big deal. Also, keep in mind, I will sometimes, and I've just started doing this over the last couple months, I'm trying to get them to do it as they make a change. You know, Chris Paradiso says that every service opportunity is a sales opportunity, and I agree with him on that. But also, it's also an opportunity for you to reconnect, make sure we have all their contact information and all. But that's also a way for them, they're doing business with you. They see how easy you are to get a hold of you. They just confirm that you traded or added the vehicle. So now this is a good pro proper time to get that review. Um, and so that is one time I do it, and then I do it also besides the rocket referral. I have to tell you, though, I, I've got a lot of work to do in this, too. I need to keep it more top of mind. I think that's why I personally like rocket referral, because it just kind of does it for me. But I do need to massage that to probably make it a little bit better. Um, would you like to give any of your advice on how you do it, uh, Joey? Yeah, I I don't any I don't have any system in place yet. Um, that's kind of my dirty little secret. Um, you know how I how I do it now is is you know I if I identify clients that I've you know feel like I've really earned my keep if you will. I mean I feel like I do that with everybody, but if if, if there's something that I know is exceptional, then I'll I'll just ask them directly. Say hey, you know can you uh, you know write me a review here. Ultimately, what I'm in the process of building is, um, you know, a automated system where it's going to kind of go out to them uh, throughout the course of time, you know, and give them a couple choices. But to, to your point of, of, you know, I want them to, you listed like three or four things. I'm a big fan of, you know, there's only so much that you're going to get them to do. There's only so much that they actually care about you for. Um, and I would say it's probably one, maybe two things that you're going to get out of them. And it's identifying which ones that you are you feel are most important, whether it's the review, whether it's the check-in, whether it's the, hey, come like me on Facebook, what's most important, uh, and, and hit, hit that with them first and then kind of spread that out, you know. Um, and, and that's, I think it all comes back to email, you know, and then copywriting to actually get that action. But one thing that I, I, I like to do, I've only done this a handful of times, but if I have somebody that, you know, is a small business owner or something that, you know, they're struggling. They say, hey, I, I found you online. I really like what you're doing. I like your content. Well, I'll offer to sit down for, you know, a half hour or whatever and say, well, you know, I'll, let's, let's, let's talk about this. Let's walk through what you want to do with your business. And then, you know, after I've kind of done that, it's like, well, hey, can you, you know, can you leave me a testimonial about, you know, my service within the business or whatever, you know, just kind of adding that extra value uh, right. is something that I've used in the past. Okay, okay. Um reason I also think about reviews and check-ins also on Facebook that has a different thing, but it also happens to do with the um, engagement that you get. So, for instance, if I make a post on Facebook, I'm going to get 2, 5, 10, 15% of my fans to see it. If you do a check-in and you get your clients to check-in, not only does that go to your check-in database, um, uh, uh, check-in uh, bank, I guess I should say, for, for Facebook, they love people that are checking in. I mean... Keep in mind that's them telling that's other people telling Facebook that they like your place. Facebook will show that up to seventy to eighty percent of your fans if someone checks in. 
they'll show it to about the same percentage of reviews, but I've really no statistics on this that you'll get more check-ins. So sometimes I like check-ins. I work out of my home, so it's kind of hard for me to get a check-in. But keep in mind, someone can check into your place from wherever they're at. So even if they call you on the phone and they say, hey, I just, you know, I want to make an auto or home change or whatever, um, or, or some kind of change, you can say to them, hey, if you have your mobile phone, when you got the phone, would you click in and just at least check in to show that you were here? Because whether you weren't really, you actually are because you're speaking to me. It's a different way and different spin to put on things. So it's just not so much building for the future and what other people can see, but it's also for a right now to get it out there. I honestly have to say that I think if any agent can take um, their their I would take I would probably start with with t ten clients. I would take ten clients who I know just absolutely love me. I mean, they just think that I'm the greatest thing in the world. I, Joey, between you and I, I probably I really only have like one or eight. two. Of I was going to give you eight. I thought. Eight. Eight, yeah. Joey, God, that's great. Thank uh, you. You got to butter up the host, you know. I got to keep the gig. Yeah, well, you know, my goodness, thanks for believing in me, my friend. But no, um, seriously, find those ten, and just and send and put a personal phone call into them, and just say to them, hey, I I just appreciate it. There's one thing you could do for me. I'd greatly appreciate it tonight when you're on Facebook or tonight when you're on Google. Or um, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send you an email, and it's gonna have the links to the two places that you can go put a review. I like the email sending the links. I think that's huge. Yeah, it would it would it would mean a lot to me and my my company if you could help me do that. And in the meantime, I'm gonna go do the same thing to you. That would only seem nice and be seem the right thing to do if they have a Facebook or they have a Google Plus page or if they have a Google Play. Some I say Google Plus because that's where they give it a Google review. Okay, so. Um, I think that that would be some some very good tactics that you could use. I believe any of the tactics are going to use. It's going to be be depending on who the person you, you you're going to send it to. And I also have to. I'm going to say one more thing. It kind of goes back. It's it's kind of the elephant that no one wants to talk about in the room. But I think a reason why a lot of people don't ask for the reviews is because I think we all know deep down inside that we don't please everybody and I think we don't realize that I think we think we only truly probably please probably about 30 40 percent of our business when I really think it's completely opposite I think more people believe in you and believe in the job you're doing inside your agency than you think because as Joey just said a minute ago usually something will happen where I've really gone out of my way or something really special happened or I, I saved them fifteen thousand dollars at renewal you know and gave them better coverage how come it's fun how come it's never hard for us to think of it then how come it's always in our top of our mind then for us to say hey by the way would you write us a review but out the other times it's not I think that's because subconsciously I think we sometimes see ourselves as an insurance agent. People don't like us, and maybe they met with and talked with my assistant, and she didn't say anything right. I think what we need to do is it goes back to something totally unrelated to reviews, and to realize that what we do is actually a very good service and a very good thing for people in this world who don't understand insurance, don't want to understand insurance, but yet we do. So I think we need to give ourselves a pat more on the back and understand that well, what we do is actually powerful in affecting people's lives, and I think then it'll be easy to have, feel confident to ask for those reviews. Joey, I'd like for you to close this up. I, uh, if we can, I want to hit on really quickly the type okay. of review. Uh, we didn't really get into that, and I think it's important. Okay, um, good, good point. I want I try and take the next uh, five minutes or here. We'll just roll right through it. But we we talked briefly before the show, and I think. 
um, you know, when I'm looking at and, and think to yourself, you know, when you're buying something, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's on just a third, you know, somebody's website, whatever you're looking to buy, think about what, what you see from them and what actually works. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm reading a review and it's just got a dude's name and it just says John Smith that lives on uh, you know Center Street and no picture, no nothing, no link to his Facebook page or Twitter account, or I mean, I I feel like I'm I, I'm more likely to believe that you made that up than I am to think that that person actually gave gave it to you. Putting those things out there, you know, well, and this is I guess uh, let me rephrase. This is more probably falls under testimonials because these are the ones that you're going to pick and you're going to highlight, you know, on your website because this is what you know we're ultimately doing this for is is you know we want to put these in front of people when they're considering. Um, you know, us to buy when we're when we're putting them in through our funnel. Now, the, what we've kind of talked about so far is just them kind of passively finding us and doing their own research and, and discovering these reviews. I'm kind of talking about well, when you're actually you know trying to get the best, you know, pull those good reviews out, or, or you want to highlight something, you're going to want to use something that is able to kind of connect that person to who they are somewhere online and doing it and and, and using stuff. And if you're making reviews up first, stop. Don't do that. That's not good. Um, <laughs> What uh, I mean? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, do you do you think do you think that that uh, am I crazy when I think that? No, you're not crazy at all when you think that. This is why this is why I wanted you to be my host, man. You cracked me up. You're like, oh, if you're giving better views, stop that. But no, no, you're exact. You you are right. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you don't want to be giving fake reviews or any of that. That's like an absolute no no. But um, sometimes people don't know, Joey. Joey and I had a discussion now, Joey, about this and a little bit of a, of a disagreement. But I have had reviews before that I would, I mean, I'm not a lot, but I will say paper reviews when I used to actually get paper reviews back in the 2005, 6, 7, 8, before all this stuff, um, I would make the review myself. I would, I would write the testimonial, not the review, the testimonial. I would write the testimonial out, and I would give it to the client in a Word document and say, hey, fix this any way that you want, or if you okay it, I'm going to use this. Some people don't like that, and that's fine that you don't like that. I'm not saying that you're wrong or right. But what I'm saying is, is I'm thinking through the customer's mind, and I'm thinking to themselves, some people don't want to stop and just take a second to write something out. Some people have no idea what to say. I mean, what are you going to say about your insurance agent? Like, Oh yeah, man, you're always there when I call. Well, yeah, that would work, you know. But to them, maybe they don't think that. Some people are not good at writing, um, and so some people are not good at putting words together. I think I've been accused of that sometimes. But I think that, so I think that it's kind of okay for us to be able to lay that out there for him. Now you don't want it to be like, oh, this and that, and blah blah blah. I mean, keep it simple, keep it nice, keep it real. Once again, if you're reading it, is it does it going to sound real or is it going to sound you know fake? So. That's the way that I kind of, kind of, kind of think about that. I don't think it's bad, but uh, you know, you need to encourage it from them the most you can. Well, you need to you need to eliminate as as much friction as possible. It needs to be as easy for them to, to provide their their true true answers. But you know, to me, if I'm going for the home run, if I'm if I'm going for something that I think is ultimately going to compel somebody to do business with me, I'm looking for them to give me something on video. Somebody talking face name, it's, you know, it, unless, you just, unless you decide to hire one of those fake doctors for one of those, you know, um, prescription medication commercials, you know, I mean, it's pretty hard to spot if you're, if you're not doing this right. And I don't think that any one of us, you know, listening to this is that silly to do something like that. But, uh, if you want a very easy, practical way to do this, and this is what I'm, hopefully we'll be able to get into is, is Google Hangout. Use a Google Hangout on Air, a private Hangout on Air, to get your client on the other end, record it, 
download it from YouTube, edit yourself out, and just pop their testimonial on your website. And that's you know that's definitely something that I'm going to be doing here very very soon. Great idea, great idea. And um, and I will tell you also um, that uh, you can you can do a lot. Yes, that that is a great idea. And we are running short on time, and I do apologize for do that. But uh, video testimonials would be would be fantastic. I also, in the past, whether you like it or not, have ran contests to my friends and said, "Hey, if you really know who I am and you do business with me, write me a review, and I'll put you into a, a pot for twenty-five dollars at the end of the month. We're going to draw out. If you don't really know me, don't give me the review. But if you do, I'd appreciate it. It's just another little something that goes along with it. So whether it's re real or not, I think you're going to get most of them are going to be real. Also, keep in mind, I ask you before we close this out to do your checking because according to a lot of companies out there." The companies who actually get more on a five-star review, their products that get anywhere between 3.8 to around 4.2 review, actually say they sell more products because people know that there's no way anything could be perfect. But what they want to do is read through the reviews, and maybe it's a 4.2 review, but maybe that person who gave a review not of a 5 but a 4.2, it was because they didn't like the video camera of the phone or product that they're buying. Well, maybe to me the video camera is not an issue, but if everything else is fine, I'm still going to buy the phone. So sometimes we have to realize that bad reviews always don't mean no business. It means it's a counterbalance to all the positive things that are out there. And as we know in the world, everything needs balance for it to be perfect. So this has been Jason Cass with uh, The Grow Show. Um, actually, I apologize. It wasn't even on me. This is Jason Cass with The Grow Show. And, uh, and this is... Uh, Joey Jagola, and I'm going to tell you to stop writing fake reviews. Stop writing fake reviews. Fake reviews are never good. This has been Jason Cass with The Grow Show. Until next time, we'll be back in two weeks, 12 o'clock Central Time on Wednesday. Thanks. <laughs>